man, hosting this podcast is like working 26 hours a day, nine days a week. Uh, never mind. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. We're your hosts, Mike Russo and... Stan Lund. Hey, Stan, what is happening? Uh, not too much. You know, just keeping on, keeping on. Ready to talk more about Gizmo Duck today? Yeah. Yep, that just seems to be our theme, isn't it? For the moment, at least. Yeah, can't go wrong with Gizmo. So, not an episode. We're not. We're not going to do an episode tonight because um, we we did a lot of those already. Um, we're back to reviewing uh, stories from Disney Adventures. We have an eleven pager here, a Ducktales comic called A Switch in Time, and we'll get to the details of that in a moment. Um, so, I guess by the time this comes out, uh, the Dynamite. Uh, Darkwing comic will be out. So greetings from the past, all our listeners who might be enjoying it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope we enjoy it. That would I be hope great. So but too. yeah, and um, hopefully we will get a review of that out there. Um, but still, in our timeline, we have about a week left before that comes out. Um, so yeah, like I said, greetings from the past. Ooh, spooky. Um, <laughs> But we have no other pre-talk. This is just me uh, wasting time before we get to this comic. Um, so why don't we just jump in? How do you feel about that, Stan? I don't mind. I do want to take a moment to mention some of the cool Darkwing things in this copy of Disney Adventures. Beforehand, oh, yeah, though. of course. Um, before we even get to that, this is um, the November 1992 issue of Disney Adventures. It's one of the very, very few I actually own a physical copy of. Um, it's the one with Will Smith and Magicka Dispel on the cover. And even more significant, it's the 3D issue. Yep, their very first 3D issue, I believe. Uh, they did more than one? I think so. Oh, okay. Um, for our Starkwing fans, this is additionally significant because there is a 3D Darkwing comic in here that we have not talked about yet. We'll get there. So yeah, we definitely point. want to review that one. It's called Revenge of the Son of the Return of the Revenge of the 3D Man, which is funny how it's got a similar title to the Return of the Revenge of the Brain Teasers, which came out right around the same time in 1992. So yeah. that's kind of funny. Similar similar titles there. Um, I still have the 3D glasses that came with this issue. I didn't think I did, but I actually do. And like you said, there's some cool Darkwing content in here. Um, what is it? Well, they have an ad, a Toys R Us ad for the Darkwing Duck NES game. They print it twice in here, but they actually print the ad in 3D. So you can view the ad with your 3D glasses. Oh, Toys R Us. Yeah. I miss Toys I mean, I know it's kind of back, but it's not the same. Right. And then... In the uh, letters section, one of the readers of Disney Adventures, Carly Moon, actually made their own clay figurine of Darkwing, which looks rather good. I wonder what she's up to now. I mean, it's crazy. This person would be a year younger than I am. So this teenager, not even a teenager, a tween in 1992 who made a clay Darkwing would be 42 years old right now. Wow, this comic is over 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's the other Darkwing-related content in this thing? 
Well, for those of you who don't know, every uh, issue of Disney Adventures, at least for a while, I don't know if they stuck with it throughout the whole run of Disney Adventures, but they'd have a calendar of different events, you know, some of which would be real things and some of which would be things they'd make up. Well, for their November calendar in here, they declared November 16th as Disney Adventures Darkwing Duck Day, dressed like the terror that flaps in the night. I wonder if anyone did that. I would have if I had the costume. <laughs> I, I do appreciate Election Day. They're saying Weird Al for president. <laughs> I think he'd do a pretty good job. He's got no skeletons in his closet. I like Weird Al. At least no skeletons are secret. I mean, I'm sure he has a couple funny skeletons. I mean, maybe he actually has real skeletons in his closet. I wouldn't put <laughs> anything past Weird Al. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm glad he's, you know, it's been 30 years. The guy's still relevant. He's still doing things. Yeah. And non-Darkwing, I do like, I wasn't prepared for it because I hadn't looked at this issue in a while. The inside back cover is the movie poster for the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. Also in 3D. Which would have just been coming out. There's some stuff about Aladdin in here. The uh, the voice actors is a short interview, including, um... Gilbert Godfrey, rest in peace. So, you know, there's some stuff about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Saved by the Bell, 90210. So, yeah, this is um a really neat time capsule. Yeah. So, but we're here to talk about the DuckTales comic in this thing, um, yep. which is called what? A Switch in Time. Okay. Um, so, Stan, who is responsible for the story? Uh. The uh, writer is someone we've talked about before, Doug Murray, and mm-hmm. the pencils were cos- costume or Cosme Cordery, who we've talked about before, and Fabian Gattinio, which we haven't talked about him before. I don't know what else he's done. I don't think he's done anything for Darkwing Comics, but you know, maybe uh, maybe for our next episode, I'll do the research and let you guys know. Yeah. No problem. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, these guys probably just. I mean, Cos, Cosme Quartieri, I do recognize that name. He's done a lot of Disney yeah. stuff. And, and I'm I pretty also, sure uh, Doug Murray worked on, I think, the Fluffy stories. Right, that sounds familiar. And even the lettering is from John Costanza, and I know he went on to do some. I think some Animaniacs and Picky in the Brain comics too. So these names got around. Yeah. I mean, we're in November 92. DuckTales has been over for a couple of years already, but they're still doing comics on DuckTales, which I do appreciate. Um, And Disney Adventures is one of the few places to actually see Gizmo Duck in these things. When Disney was printing their own DuckTales comic book line, he was never in any any of those, as far as I know. Um, He only really started popping up in Disney Adventures later on after the fact. Yeah. Um, considering at this point, Darkwing Duck as a series is almost over, too. Um, it's nice the stuff kept getting made, though. You know, it, it kept the characters alive, if only in print form. Right. Um, so, you know, let's um, let's get into this. Uh, Stan, how does a switch in time begin? So it starts with, I believe, Beagle Boys using a flamethrower on Gizmo Duck. Interesting Beagle Boys, though. They're dressed as, like, 1940s gangsters. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I recognize those ones. No, this is not this is not from the show. Someone just got creative. 
So yeah, they're attacking Gizmoduck with a flamethrower. So we see he's not having a great day. Nope. And meanwhile, we see Launchpad flying, I guess, the McDuck cargo jet being attacked by alligators. Like, one, two, three, four, five alligators all over him. Um, he's complaining that, you know, it's cheaper to carry alligators to the Duckburg Zoo without cages. But it sure is painful. Yep. I feel like that's a, that's a lot for poor Launchpad to deal with. Yeah. So we cut over to Scrooge's office in the money bin where... We have a couple of disgruntled employees. Yep. A very beaten up looking Gizmo Duck and Launchpad are, you know, explaining that they're not happy with the current situation. Not at all. Um, and Scrooge's first reaction is to ask Gizmo Duck if the suit wasn't damaged. That's, sh- that's really showing loyalty, isn't it? Like, yeah. that's a, his first thought is to ask him if the suit wasn't damaged. Don't ask him if he's okay or not. Um, we should and, also mention that Scrooge appears to be dressed more in his uh, Carl Bartz outfit. Yeah, it's most comics prefer to color him red. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's just stubbornness from the colorers who just liked the Carl Bartz stuff more, and perhaps resented having to do Ducktales comics because I I will tell you a lot of them did, yeah. and I think coloring coloring him red kind of brought it back a bit because even when DuckTales were new there were people who didn't like it because it wasn't Carl Barks and I get it I get it so Scrooge is red in a lot of these most of these comics honestly if he's in blue it's it's rare yeah what I don't really buy here is that just because they both had a bad day and they're overworked um, Gizmoduck threatens to pack up the Gizmoduck suit forever. I think it's more likely he'd quit and find work elsewhere in the suit. Yeah. And Launchpad says he wants to pack away his pilot's license. Yeah. Launchpad would never do that. Nope. Even if he quit working for Scrooge, which he did on the show once or twice, he'd still be a pilot. It's in his blood. Yeah. So, I mean, Fenton would never voluntarily quit. It would push him a lot to actually quit. Like, he 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 would never do that. But here they both they both want to quit, and they don't just want to quit. They want to pack up who they are, which yeah. is a little extreme. Yep. Scrooge is like, if talk about this, he does the comic book thing where he goes whack, W A K, which is a very comic book thing. I think that goes back to Carl Barks. And they're like, nope, we're not going to change our minds. But then Scrooge, I alluded to this in my opening. He says, you're just peeved because I've been working you both 26 hours a day, nine days a week. And then he realizes, okay, I've been too hard on you, but let's change things up. Yeah. Okay. So a few days later, take it, Sam. Well, we got Beagle Boys trying to break into the money bin again. And this time, one of them at least looks like a familiar one. Yeah, though one of them looks like a mouse. Yeah. He looks a bit like Megavolt in terms of facial design. There were no mice in DuckTales. Yeah, no. Yeah, I guess just someone didn't do their research. Speaking of not doing their research, um, we hear off screen someone says, uh, Blabber and Blubberoon, and he's trying to find a note. Um, He says Blabber and Bladderskite. I feel like they they go back and forth on this. Um, 
Isn't it sometimes blathering Blatherskite and other times it's blabbering Blatherskite? I think so. I mean, Blatherskite's the important word, but I feel like they go back and forth on what the first one. Right. Um, so Launchpad shows up in the Gizmoduck suit. I'm looking a little weird. Yeah. He's missing a few parts, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, because if he says the code word, all the parts should have flew onto him. Right. What parts are he, is he missing? Well, he doesn't have the little uh, black scrunchy things over his arms, and more notably, he does not have the, the wheel. Also an ongoing... Um mistake i guess it's a mistake or just intentionally left off the suit does not have the r on the chest of course the r was supposed to mean robo duck but they changed it to gizmo duck without changing the insignia either way the r is not on the suit at any point in this story right so he kind of looks naked without it yeah so launchpad's a bit cocky he fires a laser from you know, the arm armor on the forearm, but accidentally ignites some dynamite, which blows a huge hole in the building. The money yeah. bin, to be specific. Yeah. Um, and then we see Fenton. Don't see a lot of him outside the suit, but I'm always happy to see him. Yeah. What's he doing? He's trying to, to start an airplane, but it does not look like he's uh, having any luck. I don't know though if Fenton could get 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 a whole get like figure out how to work that suit. I'm surprised he can't figure out how to fly a jet. But you know, um, you know Scrooge is mad. There's a hole in the money bin and launch pad. And this is okay. Whoever wrote this dialogue, and I guess it was Doug Murray, has seen the show because launch pad says, "I was trying to use the torso torpedoes." And I don't know how the Quacker Blaster activated them. And those are legit two Gizmoduck weapons. Yeah. He used them both on the show. Yeah, I remember the torso torpedoes specifically from the uh, five-part uh, Super DuckTales. Yeah, he mentions torso torpedoes and Money to Burn. And he mentions the Quacker Blaster when he's fighting the GICU-2 in ah. Full Metal Duck. And although I want I want to say... After what happened, I don't know if you've seen the episode, A Case of Mistaken Secret Identity. After what happens in that episode where the launch pad gets the suit on him, um, I'm shocked anybody would want him in that thing ever again. <laughs> he, um, he almost destroys the entire town in that episode. Well, perhaps this is supposed to be set before that. Possibly, quite possibly. And okay, so along comes some old friend of, friends of ours. Um, who do we see? The real Beagle Boys. All four of them. We got Big Time, Bouncer, Burger, and Baggy. I didn't know there was a large um, gate in front of the money bin, though. That That's new. Yeah, I hadn't seen that before either. Um, so, okay, so the Beagle Boys want to break into the bin. Now uh, there's a big hole in front of it. Um, so what happens? What do they do? Well, they brought some sort of new weapon they stole from Gyro Gear Loose. It looks like a bazooka, but it's not really a bazooka. Well, if you take a close look at it, it looks like it's made up of a funnel, a coffee cup, an open tin can. Yeah, Gyro made this thing, didn't he? I think there's a plunger there, too. 
Oh yeah, with a very short stick, but that's definitely a plunger. But that's this is definitely a gyro invention. They don't yeah. know what it does, but they figure it's big enough to handle Gizmo Duck, so they're gonna use it. Yeah. I have to say the Beagle Boys are drawn very well. And they do sound kinda like themselves. Hey, what if we chow down first? I'm starving. You're oh, always that, starving. That is totally Burger. He's in character. Yeah. Bouncer talks a little bit too much, but he's drawn really well. And Baggy stands in the background looking like a moron in every single drawing. Doesn't say a word, but I am glad he's there. Yeah. <laughs> so Bouncer uses a um what what do you, what is that? What is he holding to cut the um, fence? What would you say it is? Industrial sized bolt cutters. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, launch pads in the background singing to himself, so he doesn't hear them breaking in, but the alarms go off when they push the broken part of the fence over. Yep. And, you know, and, and then that's when they're like, maybe we should go out for dinner now. <laughs> and then uh, Launchpad shows up wearing the Gizmoduck armor. They're not, they're not expecting to see him there. And what happens to the Beagle Boys? Well, they... Uh... They fall over a little bit, pretty much fall on top of uh, LP Gizmoduck. Yeah. It takes a whole page to show them falling on him, though, like four different panels. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny, though. You can, you can really see the action. I can imagine that happening in the cartoon. But all four of them crash on top of, you know, like you said, LP Gizmoduck. But what happens when Big Time goes to fire this whatever this thing is? It sprays some sort of uh, oily, slippery gunk all over LP Gizmo Duck. But it seems to do the trick because Launchpad can't get up. Yep. We do cut back to the jet. Um, it's funny, Fenton's wearing Launchpad's flight cap. Yeah. I wonder how they handled the switch. Because I would imagine Scrooge didn't want Launchpad to know that Fenton is Gizmo Duck. I don't so, know, but I can tell you that it's a spare cap because you can see LP's wearing the cap as Gizmo Duck. Oh, interesting. You're right. Yeah. It's funny because when he wears the outfit in a case of mistaken secret identity, he looks totally different in it because his neck takes up the entire like collar of the uh, the suit. So they, they 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 draw him differently in it there, and not even counting the missing tire. Yeah, that's a good episode, Stan. If you haven't seen that, it's another one I really recommend. It's one of the few with Launchpad gets a very large role. It's like a Launchpad story. So I recommend that if you want to like, it's on my short list of great like later DuckTales episodes. So Fenton's in the jet and he very Fenton kind of dialogue. You like instruction for flying up and down, sideways, in and out, here and there and to and fro. Very Fenton. He says, but nothing on where I want to go. And he's, he gives up. He's going to go talk to Scrooge. Yep. So Fenton gets to the money bin just in time to see... The Beagle Boys running out with bags of cash. What happened to poor Launchpad? He's still trying to get up and keeps slipping in that substance. Until he knocks himself out. Yeah. Which I guess gives Fenton just the cover he needs to put the suit on himself. Although you never hear him scream blathering blather sky. I kind of wish you did. Yeah. But, you know, it's a it's an 11-page comic in Disney Adventures. You can't ask for too much. True. So, of course, ruining the Beagle Boys' fun is 
the real Gizmo Duck shows up. Yep, though still without his weird uh, scrunchies on his arm. And they are not painted black. So somebody was probably using Darkwing Duck for a color reference. Yeah. You know, I I never found out why why it was painted that way on Darkwing Duck, because it was definitely a conscious decision, because whether it was Sun Woo or Kennedy or Australia, they all called it that way. And I never found out why. But so what happens when they go to fire the gun again at him? Uh, Gizmo Duck uses his uh, propeller hand to blow the slippery stuff back onto the Beagle Boys. That's new. Yep. That's certainly a new weapon. And they're all completely covered. And then Burger's even saying, hey, what time is dinner at jail? And Big Time tells him to shut up. Okay, this is the, these Beagle Boys are very definitely in character. Yeah. Okay, so we wrap up. We're all we're, we're pretty much done. Yeah. And um, Scrooge, you know, says, you know, imagine using Gyro's super lube gun. So that's what that is. And it almost worked. And then yep. Scrooge says, but as my mother used to say, all's well that ends well. But I doubt the Beagle Boys would agree. And you see Gizmo Duck in silhouette guarding the bin and Launchpad flying by in the plane. So all yep. is right with the world. Though so I get the feeling Launchpad's on the wrong side of the plane since shouldn't he be on the other side if he's piloting it? Yeah, maybe, but it is Launchpad. He's the guy who drives with his feet. True. <laughs> And you can see below him, they're re- busy repairing the hole in the money bin now. Yeah, there's, um, since we have time, there's a, um, the last part of the, the bubber intro, uh, Time is Money, has this great bit where the, they're in the plane, Launchpad, Scrooge, and the kids, and the plane starts to lose control, and one of the nephews says, hey, we have a typhoon on our tail, and Scrooge goes, that's no typhoon on our tail, it's a buffoon at the wheel, and then... <laughs> He goes into the cockpit, and Launchpad's got headphones on, and he's just, like, driving, like, he's flying, like, totally carelessly, and he goes, and he screams, he's like, Launchpad! And Launchpad goes, oh, 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 I was just flying the plane, and Scrooge goes, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, Launchpad's always good for a laugh, no matter when he shows up. Okay, so yeah. Stan, um... Tell us what this last panel looks like as we finish off our comic. So the last panel is the Beagle Boys trying to scrub to get all that gunk off themselves. And apparently if they don't get it off, they won't be allowed inside. I'm <laughs> assuming they just mean that they won't be allowed inside the jail proper. They'll be like locked up in the yard or something. <laughs> and you got Bouncer, who's got burger teeth. Very tiny. I know it's a small comic, but he's drawn with Burger's teeth. But I yeah. know it's I know it's Bouncer, because um, he says, "Gee, I ain't scrubbed so much since the Reform School graduation dance." And Burger, who you know it's Burger because of that bite taken out of his uh, prison numbers, and he says, "We better finish before lunch, or..." And then what does Big Time say? Shut up, both of you. Just shut up. And. Poor Baggy. He dropped the soap. <laughs> My heart bleeds for Baggy Beagle. <laughs> He's, poor guy. He's just in this comic. He does nothing and says nothing. He's just there. That's his entire existence. Um, 
There was a DuckTales podcast going all the way back a few years ago um, out of Australia. And when they got to the um, the later DuckTales episode where Baggy was in it constantly, all they did was make fun of him because of his creeper face. How he has like the, 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 uh, the half-lit eyes and like the dopey smile. Yeah. They're always like, oh, Baggy Beagle, Beagle makes me uncomfortable. He's such a creeper. <laughs> Poor Baggy. I'll never forget it. It w- it was a good podcast. They they eventually moved on to Darkwing. Um, they got up to the Negaverse episode, or was it Dry Hard? And then they stopped. And they oh. never got back to the show. And right after they stopped is when I heard from Will about starting this podcast. So funny timing. Yeah. The world finally got an episode by episode Darkwing Duck podcast that did finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's a switch in time. It's fine. It's fine. It's a DuckTales comic from 1992 after the show was already over in Disney Adventures. This is probably, apart from the Chaos God, this is probably as good as DuckTales comics got. I mean, they're not great. Um, I've seen worse, though. I've seen some terrible Rescue Ranger comics. Um, probably some of the worst Disney comics I've ever read were Rescue Ranger ones, I'll be honest. DuckTales are pretty good. Tailspins and Darkwings are usually better, but this is okay. Um, so we'll stick with our Lucky Dime rating. Uh, Stan, how many um, Lucky Dimes would you give this uh, comic? Almost an uh, episode. I am not going to be anywhere near as generous as you might be. I'm giving it a two. Okay, why is that? I just... I just could not jive with with what was happening. You know, all the mistakes, people not appearing to be in character. It it really brought what could have been a good story down. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I guess where me and you do differ is that I like Gizmoduck a lot more than you do. And the Beagle Boys. And I read this thing over 30 years ago, so I have like, nostalgia and history with the yeah. story so it's like it's harder for me to be hard on it because maybe if i had gone into it the same way you just did not not ever reading it before uh, i would probably I, be harder on it but it's considering it's got a lot of stuff i like in it even though the story's not that great and the art's just fine there's like the art isn't bad but it's just there it's not like trying right. um but it's got Gizmo, it's got the Beagle Boys, and I go back really far with it, so I, I can't be hard on it. I understand um, that. I mean, I I have a comic like that for Darkwing, where it's not a very great comic, but I I defend it. I feel that way about a bunch of the earlier Darkwing Disney Adventures ones. Like, I like Turnabout as foul play as much as it's overprinted. It's like you can find copies of it everywhere. It's one of the most printed, I think, Darkwing comics, and it's like it's a weird one, but I'm sentimental for it because I go back with it so far, you know. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give this one uh thirty cents. So I'll give it three dimes. So higher than you, but it's only a average rating, you know. Right. Um. So that's that with a a switch in time. I do want to mention though, while we're on the subject. I didn't do, I didn't go back and look for it. I do have the issue it's in. This story was reprinted in a Boom Uncle Scrooge comic for a little while before they launched their own DuckTales comic. They 
the duck the uncle scrooge comics were subtitled ducktales so they would include ducktale stories right but they were rewritten it was the same art but the dialogue was changed i don't know why but this story ended up in one of those issues most of the dialogue was different and i know in a few instances they jammed in darkwing references huh like launchpad would reference darkwing interesting which makes no sense why his he and duckburg re- referencing darkwing duck but i would definitely say this is the disney adventures printing oh, is I, a is a superior one for sure i bet i know why they were referencing darkwing well i'm sure why do you think they were doing it at the time i think they were getting ready to do their darkwing comic and they probably wanted to make it seem like launchpad was like spending days in Duckburg and then going to St. Canard to be with Darkwing. True. True. I totally buy that. I mean, it's still it's still pretty wonky. Um although in one issue of the actual DuckTales comic Boom did. I don't know if it was issue 1, 2, 3 or 4. Um Webby says to Launchpad totally out of the blue, something along the lines of, "Hey, wait a minute, Launchpad. Don't you don't you go to St. Canard? How can you be there and here at the same time? And Launchpad's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense if you think about it. And it was <laughs> like, really? Really? <laughs> yeah. We may have to review those at some point. Too. Those are so bad. <laughs> I, I do own them, though. Me too, but they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> they are some of the worst Duck comics I've ever read. And I have the I have the actual issues before they fix the art. I have the issues and the and the trade paperback, but the I art and the, the actual, issues. especially issue three, is really really bad. Like sites were writing up how bad that issue was when it first came out. Um, it proved that I think Boom extended themselves too far, trying to do too much at once. Yeah. And it probably wasn't a terrible thing when they lost the Disney license, because I think they kind of did too much too fast and mishandled everything, especially if dangerous currency is any indication. Right. But anyway, um, so that's it for tonight. Um, I don't know what we're doing next time. I know we're going to review the Darkwing comic when it comes out. It's already out, you guys, but um, we don't know that because we're recording this in the past. But that might be one of our next episodes, if not something maybe earlier or flash quack or something. Uh, we'll see what Will can do in terms of editing. But we may do a few more uh, comic stories, maybe more episodes of DuckTales. Who knows? Um, so, Stan, do you have anything you want to plug or talk about your YouTube channel or anything like that? Well, I'll mention my YouTube channels again, DMC Jedi Man and DMC Jedi Man Gaming. On almost on the uh, Cowbunga collection on the gaming channel, which That's is good because so I got fun. it is, but I've got that new game Shredder's Revenge. I'm gonna start when I'm done that. I want to I want to check that out sometime. Um, it looks fun. I've heard lots of good things about it. Maybe someday. I'm still playing uh, Kirby's and the Forbidden Land. I know that game has been out for a while, but my daughter got it for Christmas and I've been playing through it. I'm, I'm like most of the way through it. I finished the story. But now I'm trying to like do do the post game stuff. That's been what I've been playing for a while. It's a fun game, not hard, but it's fun. That's um, cool. So until next time, we are the Saint Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. 
Find us on all podcast apps and on YouTube. I guess that's all there really is to say because we are everywhere. So that said, uh, until next time, everybody, have a wonderful day and stay dangerous. Stay dangerous, everyone. Try not to slip in a uh, stuff from a loop gun. Yep, don't get your torso torpedoes mixed up with your quacker blasters, guys. They're two very different things. Me, I prefer the country twanging toast timer, but your mileage may vary. Good night, everybody. <laughs>